Well, well, well. Welcome to your favorite Thursday podcast. I'm Nick Mitchell. And I'm Scott Tedford Barnes. And you are listening to Legends of Sportsball, an educational celebration of useless jock knowledge. Thank you for joining us. We have a very special episode for you today, don't we, Scotty? I think it's multiple layers of special on it. For one, it's Jackie Robinson Day. Yeah. Secondly, it is our NFL draft preview, mm-hmm. if you will. So we'll get into the scoreboard stumper, where I have a winning record right now this season, believe it or not. Then we'll do our flex seal of the week. We have two notable jabronis. We will get into our Hall of Fame inductee, Ricky Williams. We'll get our stumper answer. We'll play sloppy top. We'll go to church, and we will send you on your merry little way. So without further ado, hit me with that scoreboard stumper, Scotty. I'm going to hit you with it now. All right. So we're going to be talking about Ricky Williams. Uh, He was drafted fifth overall in the 1999 NFL draft. Spoiler alert. Yeah. As if you weren't going to find out. So there were... Three quarterbacks and one running back taken before Ricky Williams. Who are they? Three quarterbacks and one running back? Yes. I have to name four players? What kind of stumper is this? If you think about it, you should know all these answers. 1999. All right. So, flex seal of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Each week, we recognize a franchise transaction that in no way fills the needs of the organization. The super strong waterproof tape. That can instantly patch, bond, seal, and repair. This week's Flex Seal of the Week is actor Kevin James. Celebrity Flex Seal. Celebrity (laughs) Flex Seal. Uh, Actor Kevin James. Um, uh, He's our Flex Seal of the Week for being cast to play Sean Payton in Adam Sandler's new Happy Madison movie depicting Payton's suspended NFL season in which he coached his son's fifth-grade football team. Wow. I mean, really? Kevin James, like Paul Blart, is Sean... That's that's what you think of Sean Payton? It's going to be loosely based, and... I don't think that works. I just don't think it works. I don't think Paul Blart in any way plays one of the smartest football coaches in the league right now. (laughs) Yeah, they really flex-sealed that casting job i guess it's, it's a it's a it's a happy madison production so yeah. it kind of Adam Sandler's sense. like i'm just using my dudes right uh, yeah he's like everybody's gonna be in this movie again <laughs> you're gonna be so mad about it again actually we love it we love sandler movies so whatever yeah. <laughs> all right notable jabronis first we've got tiger woods all right so tiger woods of course we you know we wanted him you know we wish him a speedy recovery and we hope he gets back to the game of golf thoughts and prayers yeah sure but at the same time it's like he just found out that he was going 40 miles over the speed limit he's going like 75 and a 35 when he wrecked his car so to that we have to say stop breaking the law asshole you jabroni Stop breaking the law. All right. Next up, we got Blake Snell. Padres pitcher Blake Snell was pulled from his start in the first inning against his former team, the lowly Pittsburgh Pirates. He uh, couldn't get he got he got the two outs, but he couldn't get anybody (laughs) out after that. Pirates fans were um, having a field day with him on Twitter. It was 
it was quite um, a sight to see. So we used to call it a Bronson Arroyo start because every once in a while he'd go like one and a third and allow thirteen runs. It was always yeah. like to the Blue Jays or yeah, something. Yeah, it was always like one, <laughs> it's always like once or twice a year. <sighs> so Blake Snell. Uh, with the side jab of Bronson Arroyo. Yeah. <laughs> side jab from JTM. <laughs> <laughs> They're together again. We done with you. All right. All right. So without further ado, we'll get into this week's Hall of Fame inductee, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Eric Lynn Williams Jr. and his twin sister, Cassandra, were born May 21st, 1977 in San Diego, California to Eric and Sandy Williams. Ricky grew up in a middle-class home, but his parents would divorce when he was five. His mother worked days and attended night school while Ricky took care of his sisters at home, tucking them in and even cooking for them. Williams led a distracted life early on and his grades in school suffered. It wasn't until he reached Patrick Henry High School that Ricky matured academically and athletically. Ricky entered high school at 5'9 and 155 pounds, but would tack on another 25 pounds because in football, he loved to dish out punishment as a running back, outside linebacker, and strong safety. Williams also dished out punishment in the classroom, becoming an honorable student while also competing in baseball, wrestling, and track. In his senior season, Ricky's unbelievable performances would lead Patrick Henry to the state championship game. And though they would lose 13 to nothing, Ricky finished the season with 2,099 yards, 25 touchdowns, and the San Diego Tribune's 1994 Player of the Year award. In total, Williams accounted for 4,129 yards and 55 touchdowns in his high school career. (laughs) Monster. Williams' high school resume was good enough to get him a full scholarship to the University of Texas, where he would grab the national spotlight. In his freshman year, Ricky was able to break Earl Campbell's freshman rushing record with 1,052 yards, even though he was primarily a blocker. Williams was also busy away from football, where he kept his grades high as an education major. In the spring, he'd take the term off early to play Class A baseball in the Philadelphia Phillies farm system. His, his Phillies teammate and eventual Major League shortstop, Jimmy Rollins, said Ricky was, quote, the fastest baseball player I've ever seen. Williams would play four years in the minor leagues, but he knew that football was his calling. Back on the gridiron, Williams would continue his upward trajectory, finishing his sophomore season with 1,320 rushing yards and 13 touchdowns. Those numbers would explode over the next two seasons as Ricky would assume the role of a full-time starter for UT. In his junior season, he'd account for 1,893 rushing yards and a hefty 25 touchdowns, (laughs) but would crush those numbers in 1998 when he would tally 2,327 rushing yards and 29 (laughs) touchdowns. Those numbers were good enough to break Tony Dorsett's NCAA Division I all-time rushing record. Williams would win the 64th Heisman Trophy in 1998, setting him up to be a very early draft pick in the 1999 NFL Draft. You're pretty good when you break a Tony Dorsett record. As draft day neared, many projected Ricky to be taken within the top five picks, but many were concerned by his small hands and the fact that the rapper Master P was Ricky's agent. <laughs> no limit sports. <laughs> sports. 
Nobody coveted Ricky quite like New Orleans Saints head coach Mike Ditka, who from his work with all-time great Walter Payton, knew the value of a true workhorse running back. Ditka went as far as to trade the remainder of the Saints' picks away in the draft, as well as the team's first and third round picks in the next year's draft, just to have Ricky Williams. The rookie's contract was heavily incentive-laden, and not much in guaranteed money, meaning the back had to produce. The Saints would win their first game before going 1-11 over the next 12 games. Ricky would finish the season with 884 yards and two touchdowns, while Ditka was fired. Trade that whole draft away, man. Reminds me of the Chip Kelly. The following year in New Orleans, Ricky would have to deal with a new head coach in Jim Hazlitt, which did not make for a rosy relationship. Ricky was also painfully shy with the media and at times conducted interviews with his helmet on. A helmet that also had a very dark visor. <laughs> in his sophomore campaign, Ricky would rush for 1,000 yards and nine touchdowns, but his season would be cut short after breaking his ankle in November of 2000. In 2001, the Saints would draft Deuce McAllister in the first round after Ricky had refused to show up for off-season workouts. Williams had been dealing with social anxiety disorder that, that had went undiagnosed, but it did not show on the field as he would play his first full NFL season finishing with 1,245 yards and six touchdowns, though the team would continue to question his attitude. Question indeed. During Super Bowl week in 2001, Saints GM Randy Mueller shopped Ricky to multiple teams, ultimately agreeing to trade the star to the Miami, Miami Dolphins for a first and third round pick in the upcoming draft. The trade would become very one-sided, as Ricky would thrive in a role that saw him shoulder the load for the Dolphins' offense. In back-to-back -back games in December, Ricky rushed for 228 yards against the Bills and 216 yards against the Bears, becoming only the second running back in NFL history to rush for 200-plus yards in back-to-back -back games, a record held by Williams' childhood hero Earl Campbell. Overall, he was the NFL's rushing leader with 1,853 yards and 16 touchdowns, a first-team All-Pro and a Pro Bowler. The following season, Ricky produced yet again, rushing for 1,372 yards and nine touchdowns. So after two good seasons, a good year in 03, uh, in May of 2004, it was announced that Williams had tested positive for marijuana <laughs> back in December of 03 and was to be fined $650,000 and receive a four-game suspension. On August 2nd, 2004, Ricky retired from football <laughs> and said choosing to study Ayurveda, pseudo-scientific practice of Indian alternative medicine. To this day, he maintains that stepping away was, quote, the most positive thing, unquote, he's done in his life, and it allowed him to find himself. In his time away, he became a yoga instructor and lived in a tent community in Australia for $7 a day before eventually returning to the <laughs> Dolphins. Ricky would pay back some of his initial signing bonus from the team and complete his four-game suspension in a season where he'd split time with Ronnie Brown and finish with 743 yards and six touchdowns. Ricky's 2006 season would be put on hold as it was released that February that he had again violated the NFL's drug policy. This time, he'd be suspended the entire season. Williams was granted permission to play in the Canadian Football League for the Toronto Argonauts as long as he returned to the Dolphins in 2007. Ricky was able to draw crowds, but he would break his arm in a July game against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. 
missing two months in total and finishing with 526 yards and only two touchdowns. In May of 2007, an anonymous source reported that Ricky had again failed a drug test, and many called for Commissioner Roger Goodell to refuse Ricky's reinstatement. After clearing weekly drug tests for months on end, the commissioner granted Williams reinstatement in November of 2007. Ricky's return to the NFL came on one of the most forgettable games in Monday Night Football history. A torrential downpour prevented both the Steelers and the Dolphins from ever getting the ball into either red zone, scoring a touchdown, and fair catch punch just stuck in the mud. In the game, Lawrence Timmons would stomp on Ricky's shoulder, tearing his pectoral muscle. Season begun, season ended. Ouch. (laughs) Williams would bounce back in 2008, rushing for 659 yards and four touchdowns, and playing all 16 games. In 2009, Ronnie Brown would suffer a season-ending injury, and the 32-year-old Williams would shoulder the load once more. At season's end, Ricky accounted for 1,121 yards and 11 touchdowns, becoming the seventh player in NFL history to record a 1,000-yard season at 32 or older, as well as setting a record for the longest time span between 1,000-yard seasons at six years. Ricky would spend one more year with the Dolphins before signing a two-year contract with the Baltimore Ravens. In the final game of his career on New Year's Day 2012, Ricky surpassed 10,000 career rushing yards for his career, making him the 26th player in the NFL history to do so. On February 7, 2012, Ricky Williams retired from professional football for good. To this day, Williams is an outspoken advocate for medical cannabis. In 2016, he announced plans to open the world's first cannabis-friendly workout gym, Power Plant Fitness, in San Francisco. In 2018, Williams co-founded an herbal wellness company with his wife, Linnea Mira, named Real Wellness. From the kid who took care of his sisters to the humble man who found out how to take care of himself, Ricky Williams, tornado, yogi, wanderer, legend. Absolutely. Truly a legend. Yeah, Ricky's got some funny stuff about him. So when he went to the Toronto Argonauts, Joe Theismann spoke out against it. He's like, because he played for the Argonauts way back in the day. And he was like, don't let that guy into the league. He's a, he's a substance abuser. And the funny thing is, it's like Joe Theismann's son, like two years previous to that statement, had gotten busted for paraphernalia. So it's actually <laughs> <laughs> Theismann's always full of shit. But yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, and then his NFL contract was seriously, like, this, like, base minimum pay. So he'd, like, make, like, $200,000 just for salary in a season, but he had to earn everything else. Like, it could be up to, like, $63 million, but, he, of course, he'd never reach that, like, with the Saints. <laughs> like, he eventually did fire Master P. <laughs> like, <laughs> isn't it nice to know that someone fired? Like, I think I think the whole country fired Master P eventually. <laughs> if you get on YouTube, there's like a bunch of videos about Ricky Williams, you know, getting on Master P's case to make sure he got him a good contract and whatnot. Uh, uh, he also had a massive amount of awards. So he won the AP Player of the Year in '98. He won Sporting News Player of the Year in '98. He won the Doak Walker Award twice. Twenty-three hundred yards rushing yeah. in a season will do that. Um, of course, we knew he won the Heisman, won the Maxwell Award. Um, he does have a a lot on his 
on his plate. But uh, there is also something else. Uh, there is something called the Ricky Williams rule in Canadian Football League, which does not allow an NFL player to go to the uh, CFL if they've been like suspended. And, and, <laughs> and if they fight the suspension, then they can't go to the CFL. It's actually called the Ricky Williams rule. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Just another another accomplishment there. He's got a he's his statue is next to Earl Campbell's at University of Te- University of Texas. He's truly a legend. Yeah. So I guess we'll get back to that scoreboard answer since we're right here. <laughs> um, I wanted to know who are the four players taken before Ricky Williams in the 1999 NFL Draft. It was three quarterbacks and then a running back and then Ricky Williams. So. Let's. I'll make it easy for you. Who did the Browns pick number one overall in 1999? Tim Couch. Yes. Who did the Eagles draft number one, number two overall in 1999? Donovan McNabb. Yes. Who did the Bengals draft number three over overall in 1999? We'll skip that one. Um, who did the Colts draft number four overall? The Colts drafted quarterbacks and running backs. Yeah, three quarterbacks and one running it's back. Just getting convoluted. Uh, Colts drafted Edger and James. The Bengals drafted Achilles Smith. I can't believe oh, you did yeah, not Achilles get Smith. that. No, I, <laughs> I blocked him out of my head. <laughs> and then Ricky Williams, number five. Tory Holt was drafted right after him. All right, it's time for Sloppy Top. Sloppy Top, our wordplay segment. This week's Sloppy Top topic is dot, dot, dot. NCAA women's softball pitcher Hope Traitwin of University of North Texas pitched a perfect seven-inning game, striking out all 21 hitters that she faced <laughs> in a complete game <laughs> shutout. So what do you call it when a player looks like a grown like a grown up playing against small children. <laughs> yeah, like a like a seventh grader beating up a bunch of second graders. <laughs> like <laughs> we're naming the Jim Brown, LeBron James, Hope Trait win factor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cause it is like picking on kids for their lunch money at one point. It's like lunch money stealing. We're not down with bullying, but it's like <laughs> Yeah, it almost there is almost a bullying vibe to it. <laughs> so in what context would we use this? word that we were defining right it, like yeah like jim brown versus like would it count like does it count on like a play basis or a full game effort or like based on like play over like either over time or in like one instance either way you're it, it looks like you're just destroying people just because you're on the next level so like i think we're looking for a verb actually okay which is weird because I like looking so far. I think everything we've done is a noun <laughs> so far. Yeah. So it'd be good to have a verb. We'll get a verb in the old Legends of Sports Ball glossary. Uh, yeah. Um. Right. It's so, like when you see someone just, just overpowering, like LeBron James, like taking a layup where every, every single guy tries to knock out of his hands as he takes it to the basket, and then he just dunks through someone. Like, who are the guy? Who are the bad guys from the original Space Jam? The Monstars. <laughs> so, like, you're monstering on someone. <laughs> monstering. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. But the Monstars lost to Jordan, so 
Yeah. Yeah. The sinner comes before you. Even if Danny DeVito was a monster, that's the only reason I would want that one. <laughs> what about like chaperoning? Because you look like you're just like an adult <laughs> with children. Just chaperoning the kids around. Yeah, like Jim Brown chaperoned his way to a God. 200 yard game. Right. Like, yeah, the six foot, the six foot four, 240 pound running win. back. <laughs> chaperoned a seven inning perfect game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to them? Dude, they got chaperoned last night. <laughs> Straight like, waxed them. It's, it's not even taking them to school. It's not even, you know what I mean? Because I feel like that is another, that would be like a term, like taking them to school. But this is like a step further. This is just like, yeah, you're not just taking them to school. You're like walking them through the entire school day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, because there's, there's times when people like, do- like, you know, someone could say like they dominated or they were lights out or this or that. It's like, sure, but, you know, those, those, those weren't chaperones. This is like an adult <laughs> chaperone. Chaperoning is like peak They're dropping domination. you off at school. Peak domination is chaperoning. They're driving the bus. <laughs> All right, now we'll go to church. A sinner comes before you. Shame. Uh, first, Shame. we have a confessional. Shame. Um. Shame. So last Shame. week we had jabronized. Shame. Rob Manfred for his two-game suspension Shame. of Nick Castellanos, uh, Cincinnati Reds outfielder. Um, turns Shame. out we jabronized the wrong Shame. person. Uh, uh, Michael Hill, Shame. the newly appointed uh, Major League Baseball Shame. senior vice president of Shame. on-field operations, Shame. popped his Shame. punishment cherry. And, <laughs> and I guess like he tested... Tested the punishment waters by, by slapping Nick Castellanos with a two-game suspension. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to get started! But um, yeah, I mean Trevor Bauer and a bunch of people took to the internet to make sure everyone knew who Michael Hill was. <laughs> um, of course. So yeah, we confess that we were not aware that it was actually Michael Hill's um, day to be jabbernized. So look for Michael Hill. Uh, um. A future jabroni prospect. Yeah, definitely an honorable mention jabroni. Maybe an hopefully an in memoriam, you know, jabroni. <laughs> this is like a this is like a shadow jabronization yeah. right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is backhanded as hell. <laughs> on, on delay. Um all right, so we'll get into thoughts and prayers. We have a couple T's and P's this week. Scotty, why don't you uh, kick it off for us? Okay, so T's and P's out there to the loved ones of Slick Leonard. His name was Bob Bobby Slick Leonard. He was uh, selected as the ABA, the ABA's greatest coach of all time. Um, he led the Indiana Pacers when they were with the ABA to three championships. Uh, he's an NBA. He's an NBA All Star as well. <laughs> as a player, yeah. Um, so he was eight. I guess he was eighty-eight, but you know that sucks losing basketball legends like that. Jeez. All right. So T's and P's to Slick Leonard. Also, uh, thoughts and prayers to 
Recently retired wide receiver uh, Julian Edelman, three-time Super Bowl champ, one-time Super Bowl MVP. That catch in the Falcons game where mm-hmm. he just like somehow kept the ball from Matrix touching the ground was was it was some some neo shit. Yeah, that's what that's <laughs> that's when we were watching Tom Brady chaperone the Falcons. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Tom Brady was chaperoning the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl. But yeah, yeah. Um, plus, uh, he's got second all time in Super Bowl receiving history, only to Jerry Rice. So, cheers to you, man. And I'm, second in playoffs history, like yeah. all together as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Julian, we were saying off air, Julian Edelman probably saw their quarterback chances this year, and he was like. I don't really feel like playing wide receiver for the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, he'll take a year off and he'll be a he'll be a buck next he'll year. He'll be a Tampa Bay. <laughs> he'll be a Tampa Bay buck. Eventually, they'll have yeah Tom's Bay bucks. He'll be in Tom's Bay. All right. Don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, and more. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. You can also find us on Twitter at L Sportsball. Thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sports Ball. May the sports be with you. Always. If you still let this game make some noise. Who you with? Who you with?